0: Well, good morning and welcome to the middle of the week. Welcome to Wednesday. It is March the 9th and uh, the title of today's devotion is Wisdom from the First. It comes to us from Proverbs chapter 8, verse number 23. And if you joined us yesterday, you know we're working our way through a section of Proverbs here um, that calls for our uh, learning of the wisdom of God. Uh, It starts in verse number 22 of chapter 8. And uh, it's going to work its way down all the way down to verse number 31. We're probably going to work our way down through all of these verses here. It has some great wisdom for us and uh, great wisdom from the Lord. So let's read this passage and see what God has to say to us through Solomon for some wisdom for today. Proverbs 8.23 says, I was appointed in ages past... At the very first, before earth began. Now, once again, if you was with us yesterday, we talked about this a little bit. The I in this passage, as Solomon says, I was appointed. He's not talking about himself. Actually, Solomon is <clears throat> portraying wisdom in this Um As lady wisdom and the I what he's saying is he's speaking in the third person as wisdom and he's saying wisdom was from ages past it was at the very first it was before the earth began and Solomon's portraying wisdom um, as a lady Uh, lady wisdom as he calls it in some translations of the Bible in the heading of this chapter um, I would say this is probably a play on words because a lady uh, is something to be sought after, to, to woo. Um, this lady wisdom would be something that men would seek to have, to uh, possibly do anything to get. You get the point. Solomon points out that wisdom is something that, <clears throat> that all men can have if they seek after it in the right place. And that place is from God, from Jehovah. James chapter one, verse number five, James points this out. He says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. God in his or God has this infinite abundance of wisdom and he gives wisdom to anyone who seeks after it. But there's a criteria for seeking after this wisdom. And James continues to tell us what this criteria is <clears throat> in verse number five, the last part of verse number five, all the way to verse number eight of James chapter one. He says, God will not rebuke you for asking for wisdom, that is. <clears throat> but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person With a divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they're unstable in everything that they do. Excuse me. Now I'm reading through the Bible this year chronologically. And uh, I'm in the Torah, which is the first five books of the Bible. And I, I find myself asking over and over as I've been through Exodus. Now I'm into Numbers. And I find myself asking this question over and over. Why? Why would the people of Israel act like they do? Why would they grumble and complain about their leader, Moses? Why would they grumble and complain about what God has given them? God's delivered them. And they complain about him so much Uh, Why can't they just follow his commands and do what he says? And the more I ask the question why, the more I find out that the people of Israel are so much like God's people today. Especially this people. And I'm pointing to myself. We want, or I want, the wisdom that God has to offer. But just like the people of Israel, we are so divided. We want God's way but at the same time, we want our way. And sometimes we even want the world's way just as much as we want God's way. And I ask, why? When this happens, we're, we're doing exactly what James says here. What James says not to do. We're divided. And we can't expect to gain this wisdom from the very beginning of time in this infinite, most powerful blessed wisdom that God intends for us to have when we're so divided. This wisdom is eternal, eternal, as Solomon points out. It was at the very first before the earth began. What Solomon's marking here and making plain is that this wisdom is superior over any other kind of wisdom out there. It's second to none, and and therefore, since God offers it, there's no one on earth, there's n- not even anyone in the universe that can appoint or hand out this kind of wisdom. There's no one capable of handing out that kind of wisdom, only from the Lord. And actually, James says, he generously gives it out. Another error that we make, <clears throat> or that mankind makes, is thinking that this type of wisdom can be obtained through other avenues. Um, there's an interesting passage in 2 Timothy chapter 3 uh, at the very end of verse number 7. Paul makes a few statements here about uh, people and, and what's going to happen in the last days. And he's talking to his apprentice, Timothy, and and um, he he makes some statements that in the last days... Times are going to be very difficult. People's going to be lovers of themselves. They're going to be proud and boastful and ungrateful. And then when he gets to the end of verse number seven, he makes this statement that I think is very interesting for us today. He says, there's going to be people who's always learning, but never able to come to a knowledge of the truth. This is so true of today. Uh, We live in a knowledge driven world. People are learning all the time. You can get on the internet and learn. You can go to college and learn for almost nothing these days. But are we going after the knowledge and the wisdom that God offers? Are we so focused in seeking on the wisdom of the world that we lose out? Are we miss on the most important knowledge that we're supposed to have? The most important wisdom that... Is superior to every other wisdom. Don't get me wrong, knowledge is good. Learning something in order to make a living is right. That's biblical. I I get that. But it's not the only knowledge that God wants us to have, and it's not the most important knowledge. God desires us to have the wisdom that only He can offer, that only He can give. That's the wisdom that can save our lives, that it can change our lives, that can shape and mold us into what God has designed for us to be. And without this wisdom from the first, then if we gain all the knowledge of the world, but lose this wisdom, then in all actuality, we've lost everything. So today, this Wednesday, what are you going to do with this knowledge? Will you go after it? Will you seek it more than anything? God offers it to us. So the question is for us, what are we going to do with it? He makes it available for us through his spirit. He makes it available through us actually in written words, the Bible. But we have to seek after it in order to find it. Will you seek after his wisdom today? I pray you do. And I'm going to pray That we do today Heavenly Father thank you for this word today and thank you for Solomon reminding us of how important your wisdom is for us God help us to go after your wisdom more than anything I pray in Jesus name Amen thank you for joining me today Uh, Lord willing I'll see you tomorrow I'm praying you have a wonderful day today this wisdom and a glorious day I'm praying that God will fill you with wisdom and uh, help you make the right choices in every situation today. Uh, Go with wisdom today. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.